Welcome to the third episode of This Week in Digital Marketing. I'm your host, Jackie Chow, and co-hosting today is a, a fellow marketer and good friend, James DeLacy. So today we're going to go over, yeah. So today we're going to go over one marketing tip from each one of us. We're going to go over what we're doing for Black Friday as well. The new Google Guide, Twitter ads, and how they're working out for me personally. How Mastodon is working. There's some new news breaking out about that Twitter competitor. <clears throat> And yeah, maybe if we have some time, we can go over some other Reddit threads that are popping up this week. So James, what are you working on this week? Yeah, but before we get to that, we have to do a little sponsor ad read for webacquisition.com, Mushfiq Saka's company that does due diligence. So if you're looking to buy a content site, Amazon FBA or e-commerce business, and you're looking for to outsource the due diligence, webacquisition.com has your back. They also have a 20% off Black Friday sale right now. Think of it like you're going to go buy a house. You're going to go check the house out, see if you like it, walk around, but you might not see what's going on around the house that needs fixing. And obviously, webacquisition.com, you bring in an inspector like you do a house, and they find things that you might not have seen. So... That's something that's worth doing if you're looking to buy a large asset like a website. So again, webacquisition.com. They have 20% off Black Friday. But for me, man, it's been launched early, launched early Black Friday deals for myself with the new subscription. That's been going well. <clears throat> had a, nice. a bunch of sales there. I had my physical products finally launched on, I guess, the brand that I'm collaborating with on their store. So now I'm starting to promote that too. And those, I guess, the two main big things since we last chatted. What about yourself? I think since, I think we already launched Black Friday since, we, since last week. But yeah, we've been launching Black Friday for like, I think the start of November. It's like been Black Friday month. It's great. <laughs> so pretty much, yeah, we've just been doing like a perpetual deal. Our sales have been fucking flying this month, I think. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Our pop-up is live in London. It's that's pretty exciting. Been mm. driving a couple sales through there, so people are just going into the store, checking out our products, and then scanning the QR code and just buying. Them. Yeah, so that's been go going yeah, that's well. Good. I think uh, yeah, we've hit. I think year on year we're up one hundred seventy percent in sales, and we've had a couple like ten k euros plus days. So it's pretty pretty fucking sick. Pretty happy about that. <clears throat> and yeah, I think this week I've been working a lot on the YouTube side for the niche site. I've uh, been also posting on Twitter about that. That that one's yeah. actually going crazy. I think I have one video that's at like 150k views, and it's that, that's a short posted. No, it's a long one. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, that from I think that from that one video we got almost 800 subscribers, and <laughs> we've hit like our monetization was it requirements. So we, we can wow. start monetizing pretty much like today or tomorrow. So I guess it just goes to show all you need is one, one video that pops off. <laughs> yeah. You're golden. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited because I think from a hundred K views, you can make about five bucks per one K. So what is that? Like 500 bucks per video. If you can. Yeah. Dude, that's it's solid. Pretty, though. Pretty sick. Yeah. I'm really excited to open up a new channel for that. Um, <laughs> this is the art, my architecture one. So really hyped about that. And uh, yeah, what do you have for us for the one marketing tip this week? Dude, I wasn't prepared for one marketing tip this week, but I'm just going to go jump in and <laughs> promote your shit on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the, 
I guess the the one thing that I did for Black Friday, I went pretty hectic. I did one dollar subscription for the entire month with the idea of pulling as many mm -hmm. people as possible. And the way I'm promoting it through the site is a large banner. I don't know what you call them. You know, the like the I guess like pop down banners that the come up on the side or the top at, at the top, like a floating. I guess you would call it like a floating banner. Mm -hmm. And that kind of mm -hmm. has like that count, countdown timer <clears throat> for the scarcity, the offer, and that takes them to the page. So I've got that. I've got my email list <clears throat> who I sent an email to about the Black Friday. And throughout the week, instead of just sending promotion style emails, I'll send new articles, information stuff that will take them back to the site without telling them there's something going on so they can see the banner as well. Because <clears throat> I found that when you start writing things like, $1 offer, Black Friday, trial, purchase, whatever, then you get sent to the promotions folder on, on Gmail, like instantly. And that just like cuts you open. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I, I got to send a promotional email, but I'm going to send more informational stuff throughout the week just to hit the inbox. But then obviously it's just the last mm -hmm. day, you know, final call, last notice, whatever it is and go from there. Yeah, cool. I think I've had some feedback from some of our listeners and they're really into our, like us talking a bit more granular into our like tactics. So okay. I guess like maybe you can talk about a bit more about your email marketing strategy. Which business is this for again? I've done the same. So my combat sports one and my general, <clears throat> I guess, strength sports, fitness one, exactly the same business model. So that means I can kind of do mm -hmm. things on both and just replicate it. So essentially what I've, maybe I'll dive into the, the general fitness one, cause it's something I've been doing too. So what I did recently is I covered a whole silo about building big legs. So how to get big quads, how to get big hamstrings, calves, glutes, the best exercises for hamstrings without weights, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> and then I created, <clears throat> sorry, I got, still got this. And then I created a Apparently. leg specialization training program. So essentially mm -hmm. I pulled all that stuff, all that together. And then on those pages, I advertise that leg specialization training program. And I'm doing the same for all the different body parts. And while that's there, I have an, I have opt-ins on the page, a pop-up and a in-content opt-in. And those are for, depending on the, on the silo, it's a free program some kind of ebook for something I'm going to I still got to optimize a lot of the stuff on there. And then they get taken to a one-time offer page once they opt in. And that mm -hmm. one-time offer page gives them sneakily, it gives them that $1 at month trial, but people don't know that. <laughs> that, that that's yeah. the same as the Black Friday deal, but that's there. But that's because I'm kind of limited because the app that I'm using runs through Stripe. And for me to create a coupon code for Stripe, you can only create coupons for one month. You can't do weekly coupons and shit like that. So it means I have, means if I'm going to offer a discount, I can only offer for the month versus cause they go on like a monthly billing cycle with the subscription. Mm -hmm. So cause the subscription is monthly billing cycle. I have to do a monthly coupon. If I was doing a weekly billing cycle, then I could do weekly, but then people see money coming out mm -hmm. of their account every week and people don't like that. I wouldn't like that either. So just take stick to a month. So that's how that funnel works. So then regarding the actual emails, I usually send out one to three emails a week, usually around two. Your open like rates. 30, 30 to like 35%. How many people are in, on your list right now? So depending on the, so I've got like close to 3000 on one of them and like one and a half mm -hmm. on the other. <clears throat> and then 
I usually send out articles, informational stuff, new studies, whatever else. And then within those, I'll link back to articles or I'll PS, you know, this program does whatever. And it's usually just a straight text email. So it's nothing, nothing crazy, but sure. just try to send something out there. Yeah. Mm. And you haven't, you don't typically, what is it called? Design it? Or anything? Yeah, straight, <coughs> straight text email. I haven't done any design. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, right now I'm using GetResponse and I hate it. So we're not mm. going to get sponsored by GetResponse after that, but that's all right. <laughs> and, but yeah, that's a pain. I, I don't like using it, but I, I have it for now. I was hoping something like mm -hmm. Active Campaign or whatever would have like a Black Friday deal, but I haven't seen anything. I just came across one the other day called Flowdesk. Actually, I came across it today, I should say. Flowdesk. It's the first time I've heard of it. $35 mm, uh, a month for, for unlimited everything. F-L-O desk. Mm. Unlimited everything. Emails. Oh, uh, I've seen them subscribers. Before. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. But, they, but because I guess they're relatively new, they don't integrate with shit. So <clears throat> they don't mm. integrate with Thrive Leads or OptiMonster or whatever the hell there is. So I'm like, well, that's kind of useless. <laughs> useless for me then. Yeah. Even though I kind of wanted to use yeah. them, but... Yeah. Are you, are you using Thrive to build your landing pages? I use Thrive for all my, my whole website. Like, yeah. Do you like I it? Know, I know people. <clears throat> yeah. I love it. I know people are like hate on page builders and shit like that for page speed, but my pages look nice and they look yeah. fine. My, you know, <laughs> it works. I'd rather do that than, oh man, Gutenberg editor is such a bitch. I hate using that too. And also I have no design skills. Like my Gutenberg blocks suck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, we've, I think we had 20 plus sites on Thrive before. We started moving yeah. a lot of them off because of the speed issue. Yeah. Did you run into that? I mean, it's, it's on desktop, it's good. On mobile, if you mm -hmm. go through testing, it's not as good. But if you got, like, I go on my phone, I go on the site, it's fine. And mm -hmm. rankings are fine. Tra I mean, yeah, I'm getting close to 100,000 people on one of the sites a month just through the stuff I have there. Things are converting. Like, I don't know what I would change to just because <clears throat> everything's offered in one. So I've got the theme with the page builder so I can do my landing pages <clears throat> and these mm -hmm. landing page templates. <clears throat> Sorry. And then I've got the actual uh, Thrive Leads for opt-ins. <clears throat> and then I've got Thrive Ultimatum for the countdown timer. Otherwise I'm paying mm. an extra price uh, monthly for lead pages, like $97 a month. Then I'm paying another I don't know, 50 bucks for deadline, all on subscription. And then I've got to pay whatever else. Oh, I guess it's free AB testing software. And then you've got, what else do I have with Thrive? There's some other stuff like courses and things. I, I did, I used to have my courses on the, on the Thrive Apprentice, but that was super buggy, like super buggy. Like mm -hmm. I, I had a guy refund a full bundle purchase because you just like couldn't even log in. And I was like, okay, fuck that. I'm moving. But yeah, that's the only complaint I've really, I've really had with, with it other than is why you got to be careful with the <clears throat> Thrive Ultimatum stuff with like caching and all that stuff. Once you get that sorted, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I think for marketing tips on my side, this week I've well, I've been looking at heavily into YouTube, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it last week, but I think we've seen some strong correlation to let's just say YouTube organic reach versus amount of views you get on the embed. <laughs> like embedded on your website. So mm. as soon as we embed the video onto our, our highest traffic page, 
and it starts getting clicks, obviously, because we put it at the very top, it's interesting. And we start seeing it take off on YouTube as well. I think they mm. like external traffic and it's real traffic, right? I've, we've also tested in the past with like purchased traffic, but it's not really, it didn't really work for us. So Google don't come after me about with that. Don't ban me. We, we don't, we don't do that anymore, but yeah, have tested with that. It didn't really work, but yeah, that's uh, very interesting that for example, one of our the pages has 500 views a day. And as soon as we post it on YouTube or the, we post that we embed the YouTube link on that page, the YouTube starts flying. Like we, mm. I've, I'm, I'm going to start testing that a bit more this week. Like maybe I'll hold off on it and make sure it doesn't pop off. <laughs> but yeah, like the, we posted, I think six videos in total so far, the two videos that popped off are have 150 K views and 30 K views. And on these two pages, um, they have the highest traffic pages on our website. So for example, mm. like 1k, one to 1.5k views a day. And the other ones are pretty much like low to none traffic on our site. But yeah, that's an in pretty interesting to see. This do those week, videos show up on the search too? Yeah, they do actually. Okay. Yeah. Right now they do. Yeah. It's great. It's crazy. Nice. I just wanted to find, I, I've been like desperately trying to test out some black hat methods, like mm. is embedding on a web page, mm. a ranking factor on YouTube. I don't know. I've been, I wanted to test out with PBNs, for example, because yeah, we have like PBNs internally and we have some great suppliers for PBNs. If you guys want some sponsorships, please reach out to us, James <laughs> or me. And we can <laughs> chat about pricing, but yes, I've been desperately trying to find out any ways to growth hack this YouTube thing. But mm. for example, for YouTube shorts, I haven't figured out a way. It's just like posting. It's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what yeah. sticks. It seems random. Uh, we, like it's just something just decides to take off, even though maybe you spend like two seconds doing the video. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And also it, it really mm -hmm. depends on the platform. For example, what pops off on YouTube won't pop off on Instagram and mm. whatever on Instagram also on TikTok. Yeah. And I'm actually in Hong Kong right now, so I can't fucking use TikTok. So annoying. It's like banned mm. here or something like that. Oh, yeah. really? So yeah, it's wild. Very weird. Don't come after me in China, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> odd. It's odd that they banned their own product. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very weird. Interesting. But it's, it's funny you mentioned the YouTube thing as well, because if someone wants to get <clears throat> ahead of the game on their reviews, if you do your individual reviews and do a YouTube mm -hmm. and link them together, you win because there's literally like maybe one person probably in every niche that's actually doing that. <laughs> there's literally no one doing yeah. it. That's like the most basic thing. If you have it, video review it and write about it and man, game over. Yeah, for sure. That, 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 that's a differentiator. I think we talked about that. Like maybe what, what you, you could do to set yourself apart because we talked mm. about taking product images, right? We're like yeah. as affiliates, we're not <clears throat> able to really purchase all of it, but if you do have it, definitely start shooting some content mm. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been shooting, for example, I think we, we always like using optimum nutrition as an example, but yeah. <clears throat> have you been shooting like videos about those? Like you testing uh, out, I don't know, the flavors <clears throat> or all that. 
not on those just because on that one on that one side I, i'm not going to do youtube because i've got two brands and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to do both and this one because i bought it off someone like <clears throat> it'll kind of look weird on youtube just randomly some new face pops up five years later <laughs> so i just like mm -hmm. don't want to go through that on my combat sports one yeah i do i'm gonna get back into doing more informative videos as well as like an alternative traffic source because man there's there's actually not that much on youtube covering the stuff and a lot of the stuff sucks anyway and i did a <clears throat> i, I kind of launched jack day review recently with my article i just did a video for it it's real simple i mean that pulled like 500 views in a week on like a brand new product kind of thing so i'm going to be doing kind of kind of more i guess you could say like I guess review stuff, but more like informational stuff too, to, to mix it up. So it could be like a strength training mm. or whatever it is and kind of going through all that. I got to get a whiteboard. I want to get a whiteboard and kind of do like, what's like a whiteboard video. Yeah. Cool. What are you <clears> using <throat> to shoot your videos? A phone. I was using my old GoPro hero four mm -hmm. <clears throat> model mm -hmm. four. You know what it's up to now is like up to like 10. That's how old and shitty that oh, thing fuck. is. <laughs> yeah and so that's still, like, is, that, is, that, is that is that still on 1080p or is that on 4k already dude they had 4k back in that day i got that in like 2015 shit. and it had 4k but still that's that sucks. Wild. the sound the sound sucks on it and stuff because it's there's no mic and things so for now i'll just use a phone and like a lapel mic eventually i'll i'll upgrade and things like that but for now I'll just keep it so basic that it's just about the information yeah yeah no that's cool that's cool so i'm i'm sure it's making waves in digital marketing already but google came out with a new guide mm -hmm. what's what's like the general rundown i've given a brief like skim over it and i've had a couple of thoughts but what are your thoughts on it yeah i got i got it open yeah i went, I went through it yesterday but <clears throat> i mean it's kind of it's a lot right? re, re, yeah it's kind of re, sort of reinforcing a lot of the same stuff but i think what <clears throat> what's quite interesting obviously exact match domains system you know devaluing mm -hmm. the exact match domain but we've kind of been talking about that for a while now the freshness system was interesting because we talked about freshness last week with articles so with sad. google yeah give me preferentially treating freshness but they talk about freshness in terms of their example is searching about a movie that's just been released or a recent review rather than old articles from when production began all that kind of stuff so mm -hmm. i guess now we could just use your trick that you mentioned in episode one, which is changing, <laughs> changing the publish date. Cause then it's yeah. fresh. Um, they talk about, I don't think, I don't think changing the date will work for much longer. So you guys got to hop on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, add a couple of sentences. I mean, change some formatting, whatever, you know, like add a, add an extra picture kind of thing. That's still fresh. Mm -hmm. And then link analysis. I mean, they just talk about how important links are still, I thought they, so they have, what was it? The page experience system I thought was interesting when they talk about how they assess. Basically, people, people prefer sites that offer a great page experience. And they're saying they have a page experience system that assesses a variety of criteria like load page load speed, which has kind of been disproven, but they have it in there. Mobile friendliness, lack of an intrusive, in, in, I can't even say that word, whatever it is, lack of intrusive stuff, pages served in a secure fashion, et cetera. But I'm wondering how they're actually measuring what page experience is because are they looking, going by kind of things like bounce rate and they're like clicking through to other things on your site or, you know, I don't know what they're doing there. Oh, I, I think I have a, 
punch on how they're because that's page experience is a tab in search console right so they have certain measurements mm. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm guessing it's like page speed and mobile like responsiveness and mm. no pop-ups <clears throat> yeah and yeah that's yes yeah, i'm glad they're doing giving us a bit more transparency here but yeah still very what is it general the the topics oh, yeah. we talk about <clears throat> and then they talk about reliable information systems which i thought i thought was interesting is geared towards news sites like essentially mm -hmm. to help people find the original wait was it that one i think it was that one i think i've got the right one. okay one of them if it's not this one it's one of them about finding the original source <clears throat> that might have been the original content one or it might be them both together anyway but anyway they're talking about to elevate journalism they want to <clears throat> they want to demote low quality content and elevate quality journalism by having reliable information and basically almost like unique content on that so if there's a new story about what if and everyone's saying the same thing but you have a new story that talks about <clears throat> maybe something that hasn't been discussed yet then I, I'm assuming they want to prioritize that over something else. But that, I mean, to me, that kind of just goes into the blogging world too. You see everything is rewritten from everything on the first page, but when you're adding your unique perspective to whatever it is you're writing, it changes it. And I'm, at least from what I've seen, it, it helps with the rankings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For us, uh, I think we're differ differentiating via the YouTube videos right now mm. so like doing product reviews for our niche sites on the via youtube that's go been going well but yeah i think it just goes to like how, how do you separate yourself from the nine other affiliate sites on the front page mm. all regurgitating the same shit and yeah i think for me what actually stood out was the exact match domain one because mm. they've been always saying that it didn't work but it, it's <laughs> it has been working since like a long ass time because uh, we have a couple in our portfolio that like we mm. purchased for like a couple hundred bucks, like four or five years back. And it was just hit, I think a couple months ago. So it was like a best XYZ guide.com yeah. and the homepage ranked like number one for the target <laughs> keyword. It was making like three to 4k a month. I should have fucking sold it, but I didn't. And <laughs> it was alive until just like a month ago and wow. it was hit. So I'm guessing. And the other side was also hit. It was like the exact same time. So I'm guessing it, they rolled out a better way to detect <clears> the <throat> exact match domains. But um, Interesting. Yeah, but I don't think it's working for fucking local SEO right now. It's really sad. Mm. But yeah, if you go like best I don't know, gutter cleaners, and you'll, you'll see that yeah, a yeah. lot of the local searches are like best gutter cleaner Austin or whatever. Yeah. And that's still... They still have to find a have a better way of figuring that out. But I think they'll, this one is quite easy to figure out, I think, because it's a simple, simple, they just need to differentiate brand over keyword and just like, yeah. if it matches exactly, just demote them. It's, I don't feel like it's <laughs> yeah. that hard. They have thousands of eng AI engineers, like just figure it out. But yeah, yeah, I think they'll eventually figure it out. I think we should give a shout out to Mary Haynes, Dr. Mary Haynes. She had a really good rundown. She was like mm. live blogging the whole thread. I, I went through it. It was very clear. It's in layman's or lay person's terms. Don't cancel me. <laughs> now, this is the I'm, I'm PC podcast, man. You have to say layman's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True that. But yeah. I, have you been on any Twitter ads, by the way? No, I saw you did though. And I saw it ate up all your money in a few minutes. 
Yeah, that was fucking crazy. So I think this is it, this only happened because we we run other campaigns as well. We've run like for followers as well. So we wanted to target like digital marketers. I think we put like put in thirty to fifty bucks a day just to like see how that goes. That's why my Twitter following is growing as quickly as possible right now. As as it is, <laughs> it's not. Um, what is it called? I'm not. I'm not coming out with like stellar content like the other creators. So that's been just buying them cost. Yeah, I mean, I'm just targeting <laughs> digital marketers and I'm just like pushing them to my threads and it's been going well. So like we get, I think I'm paying like two bucks per follower right now. So that's decent. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these are only in like English speaking countries like US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, UK, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then I was like, okay, we're running a Black Friday deal. We're doing a you know a huge discount. I want to tell the world about like our link building service. By the way, link in description. Black Friday is on <laughs> right now. But yeah, I think it's we tried to run a Black Friday campaign on Twitter. It was pay by click, and I put in like a hefty budget. It's not small. I think I did two k and it ate it up right away. Still have to reach out to fucking support about that. Did, did like you 30, did any of it come percent? Hell no, no. It was wild. Maybe it was a lot of traffic from India. Maybe it's like bots from India. So I need what to just the hell? kind of sort that out. But 30% click-through rate is, it's obvious it's a bot. <clears throat> like it's not human for sure. Yeah. What kind of click-through so, rates, know, are, rates are you expecting on a Twitter ad? Like 0.5 to 1%. That's like normal. Mm. So 30% yeah. is fucking wild. I mean, do you think, I think the best I got, like, ever? And you're going to sell your own Twitter no, ads course. No, hell no. It's the hell Twitter no, ads course not. here coming soon. Episode yeah, 10. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the goal, guys. But yeah, I think <clears throat> still trying to figure that out. I have to reach out to support. Just been lazy. But that has given me an idea. Like what if I could run click ads from Twitter? Because these are obviously bots. But what if we just like run them, sort out sort out like India, only have it US traffic, and then we blast it on a site with display ads. Because, or are we gonna get banned here? I don't know. I just thought like at 0.03% of, what is it? 0.03 dollars per click. That's like, you can make some money there, I think. I don't know, I can't do the math, but. Yeah, but then you but then sure. you'll do it. And, you, and then your cost per click will probably skyrocket. And everything will turn on its head and you end up paying like three, four dollars a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True that, true that, true that. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully they figured this out. I, I would love Elon to figure this this one out because I think it's a crucial step to, what is it called? Cracking the code of making <clears throat> Twitter profitable. I saw that he, this could be complete misinformation, but I saw he turned it around already. I don't know. I, I probably just read some bullshit artist tweet. <laughs> I mean, his, so I had, I had an argument from with one of my good, my close friends, who's a, a huge Elon hater and him and I, <laughs> fuck, it was, it was so annoying because he's so stubborn. So we had to break down the numbers and we, we used like their last public filings as mm. like a benchmark. And we're like, okay, so Q4 numbers are going to be up. He fired more than half his payroll. So your, your costs are going down. He, and we saw that actually a surprising amount of people were on Twitter blue before Elon stepped on. I think they had like nearly a billion dollars in revenue just from Twitter blue. 
So wow. with the verification, even more people are on that right now. They put it on pause, but a lot of people are on Twitter blue right now. And yeah, I think it's just he's he's nearly there. He cut, cut costs by so much. So, and monthly active users are up crazy because I think media loves posting about Elon because it's he's so polarizing, right? And he's just yeah. getting free PR. He keeps doing this and the media companies keep falling for it. You know, yeah. he's doing that Kim Kardashian effect where like, you know, love him or hate him, you're talking about, which is free yeah. PR. Fucking genius. A bit cuckoo, but like genius. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think we mentioned a couple either last podcast or the podcast before that, like Macedon, uh, Twitter's mm. uh, competitor. There, there, There's like some huge reports coming out that like the moderators, you know how I told you like it's kind of like Twitter, but each yeah uh, what is it? each like niche has its own like channel or whatever it's kind of like discord yeah and apparently mods are reading their like people's dms because they have the power to read dms there oh so that gets, and then so they're that like oh yeah fuck you <laughs> yeah so they're been reading dms they're like oh Yo, you're talking shit about me so get the fuck out of this channel or whatever and oh my so, gosh yeah a lot of negativity coming out there so i think it's still fucked up so Let's see how that goes. I did link a, a Reddit thread in the, mm. what is it called? In the document. I'm not sure if you've seen that. Because I've been talking about this topic no. uh, quite a bit with my close friends. I think it's just the ger- general gist. It was sent from the Pancake Lady 651 And it talks mm-hmm. about how like, hey, young, young people go enjoy your life. So there's like a, right now with social media, with all, you know, the Andrew Tate stands. <laughs> You get a lot yeah. of like young people trying to make it, you know, make it big, get rich quick or go out and just get rich. But, and it's like a lot of uh, the grinding, but yeah, I think a lot of my friends who are, have like that, what is it? Their chip on their shoulder. They want to go mm. out and prove themselves. They've been like fucking burning out. You know what I mean? They haven't yeah. been like working on their physical health. Obviously you're working on your physical health. That's great. But I've seen like, a lot of like huge entrepreneurs doing like eight figures, nine figures, like just kind of leave their health, Easy. you know, on the back burner. Yeah. So there, this is typically people in like their thirties and forties. Cause obviously yeah. I think you're a bit younger. You probably won't see any issues and <clears> they so can get away with it. Healthy. Yeah. 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 So I think it's, uh, the general gist of the thread is kind of like go out and enjoy the flowers. Or smell the flowers on the way. And for me, which is hard. I, it is hard. It is hard. Especially when you love what you're doing. So it's kind of like you're mm. fucking, yeah, you're just enjoying it. You're, you're doing like, you're enjoying these 16 hour days. So that's, yeah. that's even harder. Yeah. Yeah. I was having like, during COVID, I was busting out these 16 hour days and like my arm was like fucking heavy <laughs> carpal tunnel syndrome, man. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I was sitting right for. Like I enjoy writing my articles because I'll, depending on what I'm writing and I'll still go in and I'll research whatever and go hard into this, like things I know is going to be one, the best thing on the internet to help and educate whoever it is reading it. Three, every article I publish equals an extra dollar, whatever it is and value to the business and in my pocket. <clears throat> so I sit there and I'm just like, man, I just want to write. <laughs> it's just, man, it, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think this goes to maybe the th- final topic I wanted to talk about before we wrap up. But it's what actually helped me a lot was I was in this like private Slack group 
for like the last four or five years with a bunch of SEOs who've mm. gone on to do like, it's, it's relatively quiet nowadays. It's like five to eight, 10 of us great people. We all started off at the same time. I just started off in SEO during that time. So these guys helped me a lot. And it was like a good way of, how do I say, like bouncing ideas off each other. Cause you have your partner who you can discuss like topics with. I have yeah. my partner who's like great with like emotional side, but I can't really talk about like her, like, yo, these ends are slapping. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yo, yeah. <laughs> you better get on this. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, uh, here's a neat growth hack. So I've been trying to find like a niche community with like, I don't know, people <laughs> in either SEO or like in the niche site industry to, you know, just chat the shit. You can chat openly. I know yeah. you chat about your websites openly, but yeah, I think we're due for a community where you can just like talk about your sites, the tactics you're using. It's like here, hey, I'm, use, I'm using these PBNs on this page. Let's talk about this in like a month or two mm. when they get placed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Accountability group chats are really good for me as well. And yeah, I don't know. I think it helps because you have your partner to talk to like about certain things, but I don't really have that uh, privilege. So I've been desperately trying to find a, a way to talk, to, like chat shop, you know? Yeah. Have, have well, you, you heard doing, of any? You were doing Twitter spaces for a while, <clears throat> but no, I don't, I mean, well, most of the groups I think are paid, aren't they? Cause they, I mean, if you're gonna have a private community, you either put it, piece it together yourself with a group of people where you can share stuff and not worry about the public, I don't know negative SEO or whatever the hell goes on. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're doing Twitter spaces to try talk shop for a bit, but you've stopped doing those now, right? Yeah, they were taking up some time, <clears throat> but I, I found I did enjoy talking about these like topics, but yeah, just have to try to figure out how, how to do this properly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll come out with a community soon. Let's uh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Let's wrap up then. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening this week. We tried something like new this week. If you do like it, please like give us a thumbs up, review this podcast. Uh, if you didn't like it, please comment. Uh, maybe like we can do something different next week. We're just testing as we figuring out as we go. We're just pressing play and just chatting. So uh, let us know what you think. Comments below. Share it on YouTube. It really helps the U YouTube algorithm. Let's uh, let's game the <laughs> algorithm together, guys. <laughs> uh, perfect. It actually looks like you have a mullet there with the shadow. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice mullet, mullet asshole. Yeah. <laughs> 80s Jackie.